Hi there. You know what? When you turn the faucet on full force, what do you see? You watch that water just flow, flow, flow from the faucet and it goes down the drain. Let's say you decide to plug the drain. Then what happens? Then the basin or the tub fills up until the water overflows. That's how it is with, with moms. When we're managing our roles and our responsibilities, it's as if those roles and responsibilities force our energy to just rush down the drain. And if we try to hold on and keep it moving, we become overwhelmed with the force of the responsibilities. Well, I'm going to talk about how moms can permanently stop the energy drain and enjoy it at the same time. And I'm going to get to it in just a moment. there. I want to welcome you ladies to Stress Talk Live. I want to welcome our viewers, our old viewers, as well as our new viewers. I also want to welcome those of you who are listening via the replay, as well as listening to the podcast. I'm Marceline Bailey, the host of Stress Talk Live, and we share strategies for overstressed, over 40 super women so that they can lower their stress levels and boost their energy. When we have our energy levels and our stress levels at a just right point, we have exactly what we need to face the difficulties that we face on a daily basis. Today, we're going to talk about how moms can permanently, yes, permanently stop the energy drain and enjoy it. We're dedicating this month of May to uh, help moms lower their stress levels and to reclaim their energy. I know we celebrate Mother's Day once a, once a year, but really every day is Mother's Day because moms can't just stop. We don't just turn the button off or the switch off and stop being a mom. We can't do that. We are moms every day, all day, 24-7, 365. And it can be very stressful and it can it can help it. It, it causes our energy to almost dissipate, dissipate like poof in the air. It disappears because we're constantly going and constantly giving to our families. Before I get into our talk for today, I want to remind you to please follow me on ML Bailey Consultants on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You will find me. Also, follow me on at ML Bailey Consultants on YouTube. You can find all of my links at uh, Linktree right here on 
forward slash happy and 30 as well. You'll find links not only to our blogs, but you can sign up for our newsletter, our Smiles newsletter. And I invite you to do so because we are changing a little bit how we're doing some things. And so I don't want you to miss out. So sign up for the Smiles newsletter so you can get all of the good information about what we're doing and when, because I'm boosting my communication uh, so that you'll know month from month to month what we're going to talk about. That way you won't miss out. The other thing is you can always go to our website at www.mlbaileyconsultants.com. We're going to be revamping our, our website a little bit so that we can also share information about what is going on with ML Bailey Consultants, what's current, so that you don't miss out. I always invite you to look at the Reu shop. What is Reu? Reu is my program for over 40 women to help them to lower their stress levels and boost their energy. The Reu shop is available on forrealsocialworkers.com. So let's get into what we have what we're going to talk about for today. So I read an article on Very Well Family, um, and it's found at verywellfamily.com. I actually have the link here for you if you want to read it. And the author talked about six uh, common aspects um, that, of six common aspects of motherhood that cause stress in the lives of mothers. And I thought that was really interesting because um, if you, when you read the article, you'll say, you'll probably say, yep, that's me. Um, I certainly did. The difference is um, the author didn't go into what you can do about it. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to share with you what you can do about it to, yeah, to lower the stress, to boost your energy. Because remember, stress um, affects our energy levels, similar to that of a candle. You know, I always use this metaphor of a candle. When you have a candle and um, the candle, the, the wick and the uh, wax in the candle um, form the energy source for the light. You know, you light a candle and it gives off some gives off a beautiful glow, beautiful glow. When that candle, as that candle wax melts, it also dissipates. That's what, it's combustion. It's, it's a kind of a scientific thing that I've read about and you can read about it too. <laughs> Just look up, how does a candle work? But um, it's basically combustion. But what happens is the wax dissipates, it's used up as the candle burns. That's why the candle gets smaller and smaller and smaller until it goes completely out because the wax has is all used up and there's no source of energy. Think about burnout. When we are burned out, because we have used all of our energy, we've used all of our resources, we cannot function 
just like the candle goes out, we also cannot function. So we always, when we're thinking about stress, we always want to not only lower the stress levels so that they're not overwhelming, we also want to make sure that we have adequate energy so that we are not going to reach the burnout phase, the burnout stage. So in this article, the Very Well Family article, she talked about the six common stressors that mothers face. And I'm going to talk about five of them uh, only because um, two of the ones that she talked about were very similar. So I've just, um, I've made it into one. So let's get to it. And I'm going to go ahead and hide this. If you want to see the link again, just drop a comment in the comment section and I'll post it. I'll be sure to post it for you. Okay, so let's get to the first one. The first one is time. Um, a very dear friend of ours used to tell us, your time is not your own. If you're a mom out there and you know that your time is out, not your own, just drop a yes, that's right in the comment section because our time isn't our own. We're always on call as mothers. And, and that's very, that's very true for fathers too. But our friend used to tease us because she had, of course, had children before we did. And she used to say very calmly, your time is not your own. And how well we learned that. Not only do moms have uh, responsibilities and demands from their children, they also have demands from their partners or their spouse, as well as from work responsibilities, right? In my uh, online course called Take the Ish Out of Selfish, I talk about the demands that moms have. And I also show you how to carve out time for yourself so that you're not expending all of your time and all of your energy giving to others and not replenishing it. Take the ish out of selfish teaches you and shows you very easy ways to replenish that energy so that you can really fully be attentive and available to your family. So how do you carve time for yourself? Because I know if you're a mom, you're like, well, how do I do that? I don't know how to do that. Well, you want to think in small bites. It's, it's really a mind, a mind thing. You want to change your perspective as well as change your mindset. Number one, think about what you're doing and why you're doing it. That's a question that you want to ask yourself often. What am I doing and why am I doing it? You also want to consider small ways to get small bites of time that can replenish you. You know, it gives you a jolt to get through the day. One thing that we sometimes do to give us a jolt is we will um, eat a chocolate bar or we'll eat some candy or we'll eat something that has sugar in it to give us a jolt. Well, you want to think about things that you can do, healthy things that you can do that will give you a bolt of 
boost of energy. Here's a couple of things that I would suggest. Number one, don't rush to pick your children up from daycare or the sitter. Take that time between getting off work. Just take some time between getting off work and picking them up to regather yourself, to transition from work to home. Sometimes I'll tell people that think about construction workers. Um, My grandfather was a construction worker. And before he did anything, he would come home and he would take a shower. He would take off all of his clothes. He would take a shower before he did anything else. It was like he was washing the day off of himself. And then he was fully attentive to my grandmother and his family. That's something that we tend not to do. We rush from work to home. And we start doing things at home. Take time between the time you get off work to the time you get home for yourself. That's number one. And that's a simple thing. Sometimes it's a matter of riding in the car. It may take you 30 minutes to get to the sitter or to the daycare from work. Use that time to allow yourself to gather yourself back to who you really are. Not the worker, not the employee, but who you are. Another thing that you can do is start scheduling time alone during the day. Now, I know if you're working, um, even if you're working from home or if you own your own business and you're working, a lot of times you might think that you don't have the liberty to set aside time for yourself. That's an important part of boosting your energy and re-energizing. You want to have 10, 15, 20 minutes alone time just for you. Take that time to refocus yourself and to center yourself. And you can do that a number of ways. Having a leisurely cup of coffee or a leisurely cup of tea like I am. (laughs) You can also... Set aside time to just read a page out of a novel that you wanted to read for a number of years, but you've not had time to do it. You might also want to set aside that time to go for a walk, get fresh air, get into some green space, just recognize the, the greenery around you, the trees and the flowers. You may also just want to sit quietly meditate. That is time well spent. So number one, when we're talking about time, you want to remember, yes, you your time is not your own. However, you are a whole person. You're not just mommy. You're not just wife or partner. You're not just an employee. You are a whole person. And you were a whole person before you became those things as well. So number one, carve time out for yourself. And then don't rush to pick your children up from the daycare or the sitter. And try to schedule time during a a day where you can spend time alone. The second thing that the article talks about is finances. 
how we are so stressed out about finances. Um, and it's not just moms who are stressed out. It seems like everybody is stressed out these days about finances. But let's talk about some of the ways that we can lower the stress levels and rev up the energy. Okay, first, have a clearly defined budget. When you are uh, managing a household, managing um, the cost of keeping that household going, you really want to have a clearly defined budget. Thing a sip of that good tea. Now, I know that that can be difficult to stay on budget, but the budget gives you a framework. It helps you to establish boundaries, not only for yourself, but for your children. Because sometimes children really don't understand that money doesn't grow on trees. And they don't understand that you can't just go up and dig um, money up like you would dig cabbage, right? So it helps them too to understand how money works and that you have constraints, right? So have a clearly defined budget. Also, have agreed upon budget rules that both you and your partner or spouse can abide by. Because we know that that's also a source of contention with family. When one family member does not always abide by the budget. So you want to have agreed upon rules that you're going to go by so that you can um, lower your stress because you're not arguing about <laughs> the money that your partner spent that you hadn't agreed upon, okay? The third thing, when it comes to finances and ways that you can lower your stress and rev up your energy is to teach your children about the values of things, the value of things. Teach them about value. Now, that's a little different than teaching them about money, right? When we teach them about money, we teach them about, excuse me, when we teach them about money, we're teaching them about um, what money is called. We teach them a dollar. We teach them $5. We teach them about quarters, pennies, dimes, nickels. We teach them about $10. We teach them about $20. We teach them, we don't actually teach, we teach them about the money itself and the value that the United States government, United States Treasury places on that money. What we don't necessarily teach them is about value. Now, I'm going to give you an example from my life. When our daughters were in middle school, well, one was in middle school and one was um, an upper elementary student, our middle school daughter wanted a cell phone. Now, granted, they are both in their 20s. One is 23 now, one is 21. So this has been a long time ago. Not, um, it wasn't something, cell phones uh, for children were just becoming the thing when they were in school. So our younger, our 
oldest daughter, who was in middle school at the time, came home and said, I want a cell phone. Can I get a cell phone? And we told her no. She could not get a cell phone. As a matter of fact, she did not get a cell phone until she went to a leadership conference in Washington, D.C. as a rising ninth grader. Yeah, we held off that long. And our youngest daughter, who was or who is two years younger than her, still didn't get her cell phone until she was, I think, in ninth grade, too, in high school. The reason we did not get them cell phones is because of the cost of the cell phones. But we also wanted to teach her that um, the value. We wanted to teach her value. We spent a lot of time with our children. Um, We were parents who Um, went to every game they were in, all of their activities. Um, We set aside our, (laughs) we set aside time to do that. But we also rode to school with them, you know, and we talked to them and we listened to them. We wanted them to understand that just because other kids had it, that was not something that we valued. They had every opportunity to use the phones at home to call their friends if they wanted. They would see their friends in uh, school and they could also visit with their friends. We did not want them texting uh, us and we didn't want them texting. We wanted them to mature enough to understand the value of having a cell phone. And I know I'm kind of talking around it, not giving a whole lot of detail, but when you're teaching children the value of things, it goes beyond what the label says. It goes beyond what others have and it makes things, it takes away um, the disposable nature of things. We, um, We've, we spent a lot of time teaching our children that we just don't throw things away. We find other uses for them. We recycle them if we need to. We didn't buy um, clothing that was full price. We shopped for sales and taught them early on. We go to the sale rack and we find bargains. And we thought that was fun. It was like finding treasures. When you teach value, it's different than teaching money. So when it comes to finances and ways to lower your stress, my suggestions are threefold. You have a clearly defined budget. You have agreed upon budget rules that you, your spouse, and your partner can agree upon and abide by. And you teach your children about how to value things the value of things. The other thing is that causes stress for moms, our relationships, okay? When you become a mom or when we become a a mom, sometimes the tendency is to put relationships on hold. Yeah, we put relationships on hold and we may not spend time with our friends like we once did. But keep this in mind. Relationships keep us interesting. It gives us different things to talk about. It expands our horizons about what's happening in the world. It gives us new ideas and new things to consider. 
So relationships are important. So one of the things we want to do as moms in order to lower stress, keep our energy up, is to spend time with our friends. We want to meet our friends for lunch. We want to have coffee or tea after work. We want to um, talk to them on the phone. We want to share what's going on in our lives. But we also don't want the whole time with our friends to be focused on our children and our family. We want to talk about other things. Yeah, I want to talk about the new skincare product that you're using that's making your face glow. Yeah, I want to talk about where'd you, girl, where'd you get that dress? Let's go shopping because I love that dress and I need that dress for me. Yeah, right? So we don't want to focus the total conversation on our children and our family. We want to talk to our friends about other things. Remember, because that keeps us interesting. The other thing is we want to have many dates with our spouse or our partner. Um, My husband and I laugh about this, but this is something that I share in my private practice all the time. When our children were old enough to be left alone for a few hours, we used to go on dates to Target. Saturday morning, Sunday morning, we would hop in the car and we would go to Target. Yep, that was our date. We would go to Target and we loved it. We loved it because we had time alone. We could spend time with each other and just talk. And it wasn't our conversation was not about our kids all the time. Yeah, we we discussed them a few times. <laughs> for a short time, but it wasn't totally around them. We spent time with each other, spent getting to know each other, right? Because that keeps the relationship fresh. And yeah, we could go to Target and not buy anything. A lot of times we did because we like Target, but we would, we would, we'd go to Target, we'd go to Home Depot, we'd go to Lowe's. We would spend, but we would spend that time together. So it is important for moms to make sure that we are cultivating our relationships, our relationships outside of our children, outside of our families. We want to spend time with our friends, not talking about family, but talking about other things. And we also want to make sure that we're keeping the relationship with our spouse or our partner fresh. So We need to take that time, a few minutes, an hour, steal away with your honey and go to Target. (laughs) Go to Target. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And for those of you who try that, you got to let me know. You can email me, DM me, or put it in the comments. I want to know if you've used my Target idea. Let me know. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Let's keep it moving here. Okay. So what we've talked about for those of you who are hopping in late um, or just coming into uh, the conversation, I'm Marcelin Bailey of Stress Talk Live and I help 
women, overwhelmed women who are over 40, lower their stress levels and boost their energy so that they have the right level of stress and the right level of energy to face whatever challenges they face on a daily basis. We are talking about the how moms can permanently stop the energy drain and enjoy it. And I've talked about three things. I've talked about time. We are whole people, not just moms. And I've given suggestions to to, um, be able to enjoy your time. I've also talked about finances and how we can lower stress level, revitalize our energy. And I've given three suggestions to do that. And then I just talked about relationships and how to keep our relationships strong so that we continue to be the interesting people that we are. Here's another one. Overprotective. Are you an overprotective mom or are you are you protective or are you a helicopter mom where you have to be in on everything that your child does and you have to intervene? Well, here's how we can keep from draining our energy because we're helicopter moms, right? We want to raise healthy children. We want our children to become healthy, whole adults. And so our mindset has to be geared towards that. Our mindset has to be geared towards raising children who are resilient, raising children who can handle problems that are age specific, and teaching them how to manage in a world in which you may not be around them all the time. That's how we raise healthy, whole adults. The other thing is we want them to be productive, right? We want them to be successful in their own right, and we want them to be independent. Sometimes I talk to moms who are so concerned about their children maneuvering through life on their own, and they want them right there with them. They can't imagine their children being on their own. But isn't that what we're supposed to do? At least I believe that's what we're supposed to do. Think about birds. Birds will make sure that their children, their babies, can fly and yeah, they kind of push them out of the nest and they either they fly or they don't. But there's no question, mama bird is not having it. You've got to go. And I'm giving you everything you need to be prepared. That's how we need to be. Give them everything we need so that they are prepared. If you struggle with that, then read and study child development so that you know the different stages that your children are progressing through so that you can help them and so that you can nurture them appropriately. Also, talk to someone who has raised healthy whole children. That's what I did. My friend um, my friend helped me when my children were young. I used to see, just say, hey, Anne, um, what do you think about this? You know, they asked about this. What do you think? Just because I needed some guidance, right? So talk to people that you trust and read about whole child development. 
healthy child development so that you can raise healthy children who will be in turn healthy adults. Last but not least, moms stress out because they don't trust themselves. They self-doubt. Are you evaluating everything you do? Do you reevaluate yourself again? I know that's part of being a mother. We do. We are constantly evaluating and reevaluating the things we do and say. But remember, there's no manual to this. There's no there's no guidebook. Um, yeah, I mean, people have written books, yeah, but there's really no set manual of how to do it and how to get it absolutely perfectly right. We are human and we do make mistakes, but we are also human enough to admit those mistakes and learn from them. So how can we lower our stress and boost our energy? First of all, when it comes to self-doubt, get on the same page with your spouse or partner when it comes to parenting. Make sure that the two of you are aligned and that your ideas about parenting and raising your children connect and are integrative so that you don't have that concern. Also, when you're evaluating yourself, critiques need to be positive. If someone's critiquing you and it's negative, you don't have to listen to the negative, but glean the positive things. Admit your mistakes and move on. Don't dwell on them. Children are very resilient. They bounce back and they love us, especially if they see that we're trying to get it right. You want to pat yourself on the back a lot too, because I'm sure there's a lot more that you've done to uh, facilitate raising a healthy child than you've done wrong. You've done a lot more right, and you've done a lot more that's beneficial. So pat yourself on the back and do that often. The other thing is what I alluded to earlier. Get help. Ask the experts if you need help or talk to someone who has raised healthy whole children and, and make sure that's someone that you trust. And they will help you. And that will hopefully alleviate some of your self-doubt. So we've come to an end. I've gone over a little bit, but we've talked about how moms can permanently stop the energy drain and enjoy it. I've talked about five things. I've talked about time, finances, relationship. If you're a protective mom or if you're a helicopter mom flying all over and self-doubt, five things. And I got these, I got this idea from the following article, Common Causes of Stress for Mothers, that's found on verywellfamily.com. Um, the author, of course, talked about the things that cause stress, and I added um, to it by telling you how to lower your stress and to re-energize. Well, that's it for me today. I'm glad you joined me. I'm glad you're here. I look forward to seeing you next time on Stress Talk with Marceline. We're definitely going to continue to talk about moms and how to lower stress 
and boost that energy so you can continue to give your very all to your family. Because guess what? This is mom's month. May is mom's month. If you have any topics around stress, stress management, or stress relief that you want me to cover, send me a note, email me, DM me. You can drop it in the comments and I'll make sure that we talk about it on Stress Talk. I hope you found this session to be helpful and useful to you. And I look forward to seeing you next time. That's all for now. Take good care. Mm -hmm.